Eternal Dirtles is a Hipsters of the Coast podcast sponsored by Paragon City Games and Cast Haven. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash eternal dirtles. Good. I'm looking forward to talking about some Amon Cat. Yeah, dude. So we want to jump right in here, right? Yeah, let's do uh, it. We've got, we've got some spoilers started, um, and I think we just got to start with the big guy. Gideon of the Trials. Gideon. One white and a white. For a Planeswalker, Gideon. Plus one. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I lost my uh, thing here. Okay. Until your next turn, prevent all damage. Target permanent would deal. Zero. Until end of turn, Gideon of the Trials becomes a 4-4 human soldier creature. With Indestructible, that is still a Planeswalker, prevent all damage that would be dealt to him this turn. Another zero. You get an emblem with, as long as you control a Gideon Planeswalker, you can't lose the game, and your opponents can't win the game. This starts with three loyalty. This card (laughs) is real weird, right? Like... I like the fact that, like, when you put this guy in the first time, you just put that, you know, you, you emblem. But then the second time you put him in, you're never going to emblem. You know, like, you're never going to emblem again. You can't, they can't remove your emblem. So you're going to, every, you know, subsequent Gideon becomes slightly better because you're always going to get to a chance to plus them immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, what do you think? I have a cardinal rule of never sleep on a three-mana planeswalker. Yeah. Um... I have played a Johnny Caller of the Pride in Legacy. And, you know, that's a different kind of card. But it's one white-white. You played off a Deathrite Shaman and do something with it on turn two. Um, I think that what we have to do is sort of establish the value of Platinum Angel, right? Yeah. Um, Platinum Angel gets removed by everything. You know, this only really gets... This gets removed by Burn if you redirect it. Uh, it can be attacked, but it doesn't get, you know, Ancient Grudged. It doesn't get, uh, uh, like, uh, liliana right stuff like that uh and it's three mana instead of seven so this thing's coming down and and you know it's it's gonna make this emblem at some point right i mean if you untap with it for sure it's giving you what the what platinum angel gives you for three mana like you're you don't necessarily want a four four flyer but you definitely want to have your opponent not be able to win the game yeah and i think that the question is whether or not this is a good I have a Deathrite Shaman, and now I have this card, right? Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of things you could be doing at that point, like True Name Nemesis, which, you know, does sort of kill this easily. Yeah, sure does. Um, but, you know, at three mana, you can have a bunch of them in your deck. You could, you're not going to be stuck with a bunch of seven drops. Uh, a Prep Decay is a card, but then you just play another one, right? I mean, I think the question is, like, how much is the value of, you have to kill this before you can kill me, Well, right? In decks that are traditionally, you know, not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, really great against uh, storm decks or combo decks that don't directly affect your uh, life total uh, mm-hmm. through damage, such as, uh, you know, let's say your opponent's playing, uh, what is it, uh, High Tide. They can't win. Yeah. Right? Uh, 
they need they need to have like a wipe away or something like that to get you so they can do that. Um, Storm can't actually beat you here. Yeah. Storm like this gets to that like life doesn't equate damage, so uh, they might need you know aside from having you know their own way to bounce it back to your hand, chain of vapor or whatnot. Uh, they can't beat you until that happens. Worth noting that Storm is playing Abrupt Decay in the main now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. But that's the question, right? I mean, like, Abrupt Decay is in this format, right? I mean, True Name Nemesis, Lightning Bolt. But they have to go after this first, and that gives you time, right? Yeah, for sure. To to re- resolve another one. I, I have no idea if this card is good. <laughs> it's yeah, real it's, it's real weird. It's like, this is a card that says you get to buy a turn. Now, here's the thing is, can you do stuff with Gideon the Trials, like cast Gideon the Trials and then ad nauseum your entire deck? Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. That's, that's the thing. Like, you might be able to use that to your advantage. So, can it's not so much, can you play the fair game with this card? Can we break this card, right? I think yeah. ad nauseum with Gideon is, is a thing, right? Um, that's definitely a thing ways ways that you pay life for things uh or you know or stuff like that ways that you can lose the game normally that would that would skew the game in a weird way uh that this card stops you from losing the game um that's that's what what i see when i look at this card although although i also see a card that costs two white mana and generally those, those things don't mix I played Abzan in Legacy last night. I played Seedra, I know. I played Course of Crucifix. I played an old deck, right? Mm-hmm. And I lost a burn in game three. He was on the play. He did 23 damage to me in four turns. Mm. And I had resolved a Seedra, I know, right? That's how I know he did 23. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I mean, he might have done 22, because I think I might have used the fetch land. Um, but, like, you know, is this a thing that, like, some slower white decks might want against burn. Like they have to kill this. This is a lightning bolt. That's not hitting you. Um, if they have a creature out, you can just plus it. And if you don't, you know, you could also not lose the next turn. Uh, you could plus it, hit their creature. They can't bolt it immediately. And then you just make the emblem next turn. And now what are you doing? Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's where I, that's where I immediately thought just because that happened to me last night. I don't know if that's good or what deck really needs that. Um, you know, there's, there are a lot of cards that can help you stop your opponent like ensnaring bridge and chalice right but is this what you want to be doing after you get that stuff down you're pretty much unkillable anyway yeah i i mean like is that what happened i don't know i think let's let's watch this i want to watch this card i mean you know terminus countertop this guy whatever i mean it's certainly (laughs) better than gideon champion of justice for sure Yes, and that had the ultimate of exile all non-land permanents or something, right? No, I think... Or uh, all other permanents? Exile all other permanents. So you could, uh, you know, pay 15 uh, <laughs> and uh, exile all other permanents. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that this card is is at least at least watchable. If not for just being such a unique effect. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hazaret the Fervent. This is the first god that was spoiled. Three and a red. Legendary creature god. Indestructible and haste. Hazaret the Fervent can't attack or block unless you have one or fewer cards in hand. Two and a red, discard a card. Hazaret deals two damage to each opponent. Well, uh, I really don't like that you have to definitely be hellbent to play this card. And it's not like with Curse Scroll or rewards you for playing poorly. You can. This card's only usable if you're playing poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, and the haste doesn't much matter if you can't attack. Um, I do like that it has haste because at least it becomes sort of playable if you top deck it when you're in top deck mode. Um, I, I, uh, the two discarded card for two damage. If there are more cards that trigger on discard, that might be become more of a thing. Um, I wouldn't just slot this into my red deck wins. Yeah, well, it's more for like those red stompy decks that have like uh, ancient tomb, right? For sure, three and a sure, red. Sure. Yeah, this can come down pretty easily. Um, you might not have a lot of cards in your hand because just play your lands and play your lock pieces. I mean, is it better than anything else you could be doing at that point? Three and a red is cheap, like, yeah. and it, and you can turn it on while you know, sort of hitting your opponent and putting pressure on them. If you have like things like redundant Trinisphere, redundant Chalice, redundant Blood Moon, anything like that, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's 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 there's the red stoppy decks been doing pretty well, and I think that anything that they could possibly get is something worth talking about. Also, so this card's good in multiples. You can discard it. Right, you can discard it's it. Like right there on on it, you you can <laughs> just get rid of the card if it's not cool, if it's not something that you want to play, if it's this, if it's actually this card, you can get rid of it. So yeah, that's 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 a point to to make about this card. It's not it's not bad design space. It's just like I don't know that I would want to, uh, I would want to play it personally. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, uh, you have Chandra, Torture Defiance in that deck. You have Sin Prodder, which you know is, is similar in that it's gonna make you not put cards in your hand to do damage to them. Um, so, I mean, there's lots of, it's competing for a lot of stuff, but, uh, you know, indestructible means you can attack with it into stuff and, you know, not trade. Anyway. Uh, so, Prowling Serpapard, one green and green. Creature, Cat, Snake. Prowling Serpapard can't be countered. Creature spells you control can't be countered. Four, three. I mean, this card is... I, I don't know. Does Cat Snake beat Mongoose? <laughs> um, well, is a Mongoose pretty much a Cat Snake, but like one that exists? Maybe that's where they came up with the legend. Perhaps. I thought this was a Robo Rosewater card the first time I saw it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It definitely seems like it, right? Um, this card, I, I, you know, we talked about this a little bit uh, before, and I'm not hyped for this card, but I think that it's a fine card to throw into a sideboard and maybe a modern deck or something where you're sick of your opponents countering your spells but i i personally does that happen yeah yeah yeah, exactly it's like i personally don't think that this is where i want to be in legacy and if i am in this spot in legacy i probably should switch to a different deck all right well i play decks like this and i should switch different decks um (laughs) it's interesting in that this thing's coming down right it's coming down no matter what um and that's that's good because you can tap out for it. Or you play it into days. Uh, it's a decent sized body. It it invalidates uh, other counter spells. Which, if you've played like a blue deck against Cavern of Souls, you know how miserable that feels when you're just looking at at stuff in your hand. Dying the Bolt. I mean, that's that's the thing. It's like it's not good against like a Delver deck. But the decks that can play this probably aren't weak to Delver decks. If you're talking like Maverick or something, yeah. you know they're gonna play a, a you know six six night, and that's the end of the game. Um, but against Miracles, where Maverick really struggles, you know, this is a thing that you could put in and just make them deal with it. Now, they have Terminus, they also have Swords to Plowshares, but, you know, that's something that's not going after your Knight or, um, your Gaddic Teague or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, the only other thing I thought was Lightning Greaves with this thing uh, is pretty good. Like, uh, if you get a Greaves down to put this thing on it, or that on it, you know, it's not gonna die to anything, and it has haste, 
So on an empty board, like against miracles, you can shorten the clock. But that might be too much to just go after one deck. But yeah. um, I mean, I think it's it's gonna <laughs> just playing that main play... deck in something, right? <laughs> yeah, where you board it in, right? Well, if you have Stoneforge Mystic, I don't know. Lightning Greaves, I always feel is underplayed. Yeah, I mean, you really know that there's room for it. Definitely you know, has. In, like, there are definitely options for that card. Uh, uh, to be played. Uh, one of them is like in a deck that just like gets three artifacts, like with Sahili Rai. Like if you can do that in Legacy, you could get yeah. like, steal that and something else. Yeah. Um. So before we go to the next couple set of cards, we didn't talk about the mechanics, and I'm not going to go into detail about any of them except like like I mean cycling is back. We know that that exists. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a couple other uh, mechanics in Balm and Exert. We haven't seen anything that really matters for Legacy with those yet. And there's an unnamed mechanic um, that triggers whenever you cycle or discard a card, uh, there's an effect. So I was wondering what you thought if you, as you're seeing that. Like, they clearly have no problem with, with experimenting with this set, as we've seen with the invocations and the like, punch cards and everything. Mm-hmm. What do you think the fact that this doesn't that – this, that this mechanic, one, isn't named, and two, says cycle or discard – could mean is there anything you think that we could see coming that it could hint at yeah it's weird so cycle or discard is a weird kind of combo um and correct me if i'm wrong uh shadows will still be in during this yes uh okay. actually, i actually had to look that up today yeah. battle for zendikar does not rotate until the set after oh, weird hour of devastation Why? so they go from eight sets to five because well because now you can play a bunch of gideons in your deck they're sure, gonna have to ban gideon standard yeah there's um, gonna be no gideons in the good gideon. they're gonna have to ban the format there's gonna be gideon. like a person who wanders into a tournament with like seven gideons in his deck or something uh anyhow uh so we've got the the flame blade adept right and the flame blade adept uh is a two one with menace, uh, one two with menace, but then it has this discarding thing and cycling thing, right? Right. Which is so weird. It's, what... it's weird templating too, because it says whenever you cycle or discard a card, does cycling not count as discard anymore? Well, the only thing I was thinking was that if you remember in Urza's Destiny, they had a bunch of cards where they cycled from play, but it wasn't lab- labeled. The Abamai Elder, I think, is the one that was most famous, mm-hmm. where you to- pay two and sacrifice it. They could keyword that. They're big on saying, like, we wanted to make sure everyone realizes triggered on cycle, but that seems, you know, well, I don't know. They, this they, makes they it could look say like anything. it does it twice if you cycle. Yeah, and it, that's the uh, thing. It I think does that's not. It, 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 like, not. I've checked. It does not do that. So, um, I don't know. It, it seems like an interesting space to have cards, but it also seems like they're really pushing red deck wins uh, with this yeah. card. Um, and it seems like it's only a red thing so far that I've seen. Is there anything else? No, there's actually red, blue, and black cards. We're going okay. to talk about what that it is. That seems correct. That's that's well, me... the colors that it was in, in uh, Shadows. Yeah. I want to read Flayblade Adept because I, I'm in love with this card. It's a one red mana for a creature, jack- creature jackal warrior with menace. And whenever you cycle discard, it gets plus one, plus zero oh until end of turn. It is a one, two. So I did look up to see if there was ever a mechan- uh, any other cards that triggered when you discard. Like, when you discard a card for something, you know, positive. Um, like, Necro has it, speaking of cards. But it just, it means whenever you discard a card, you exile it. You know, there's a couple cards like that. I think Midnight Oil and Kaladesh, whenever you discard a card, you exile it. So, or you lose one life or something. So this is new design space. And to me, I just, I, I feel like there's so many discard outlets that you want to do stuff with that this mechanic, even without cycling, just the other discard effects that you use 
can really do something in Legacy if there's enough support for this mechanic. Yeah, I mean... This guy, like a Firestorm, seems really insane. Wow. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's... But that's like a one-turn thing. Uh, it's It doesn't seem like, you know, like, it's not like you can Firestorm and do more than seven damage to your opponent anyhow. Um, it's, yeah, you actually have to have a target for each card yeah, you discard. Yeah, you, you can't, like, I've definitely played people who thought that you could just cast Firestorm and your opponent dies. <laughs> You're like, no, they wouldn't just ca- ca- cast like, a one, print a one-mana spell that does that. What about, like, I mean, think about these all incidental discard, like, deck fade-in. Like, that's on color. You're yeah, going to be yeah. rifling through your deck, you know. And then Menace is, I think, sort of an underrated mechanic. Uh, it means you have to be blocked by two creatures. Um, and there's, you know, in a red deck, I mean, how often is a player going to have more than two creatures out? Like, you're going to have access to removal, you know. I don't know that this card is going to be good. I'm going to try and play with it. There's going to be a Life from the Loam in there. You're going to fill your hand with lands and discard of every turn. I mean, Molten Vortex, there's a card. You yeah, know? Molten Vortex. Clears a path. Got, uh, seismic uh, Assault. Seismic Assault, yep, in all red, and you don't have to pay anything. Um, Collective Brutality has seen some play recently. Um, even weird things like fairy macabre. I mean, you can do a lot. Uh, so I mean, I think there's I think there's more incidental discard than you think. It, than people realize at first, and this is playing in a space that I think is pretty interesting. Yeah. For that. Um. So we'll go to another card that does that has the same effect. And that is Drake Haven. It is a two and a blue enchantment. Whenever you cycle or discard a card, you may play one, uh, generic mana. If you do, create a 2-2 blue Drake creature token with flying. And, you know, <laughs> there you go. There's another, like, how good is, is discarding and playing one, right? When does yeah. it come up? Um, I mean, it's good when you can make it work. This, this to me, personally, seems like it's a build-around card that you open in draft. Okay, yep. Um, but... I'm. Sh- it seems like there's other ways to get around it. Is Flux Engine or Flux whatever that card is from Urza Saga? Is that legal in in Legacy? It is legal in Legacy. Could you just build yes. a whole deck of like? I mean, the thing is, is it costs one mana to make these drakes, so you can't like just put out a bunch of drakes and be like, "Ha ha, I've got ten drakes." Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's a build-around in whatever format you're in, from limited to vintage. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that I think it's necessarily play vintage, I'm just saying. Um, and on top of that, uh, like, it's it's also like a question of, of, is this better than what else you could be doing to spew a bunch of guys out? The one thing I thought was in Reanimator, they bring in, you know, Cage, they bring in Rest in Peace, and then suddenly all your, like, your, you can make your uh, cheap, like, cantrips into just two two birds they probably don't have abrupt decay in their deck they probably don't have point removal you yeah, know you definitely sided out your abrupt decays if you're playing against uh this deck unless you're playing the red version you then you're worried about animate dead yeah so i mean there's there's plenty of uh there's plenty of uh like quarter cases and things but yeah i really think it's being interesting to monitor how good whatever you discard can be yeah um i mean a control deck. I mean, a control deck with seismic assault in this, for example, where you just clear their board under a standstill or something like that, and make a evasive, you know, flyer two two. You know, that's that's not nothing for one mana, and then you draw a card. So, um, the last card with this mechanic that I want to talk about is Archfiend of Ifnir. Um, Archfiend of Ifnir 
is way down the page, unfortunately. Sorry. Three black and a black for a creature demon with flying. Uh, whenever you cycle or discard another card, put a minus one, minus one counter on each creature your opponents control. It also has cycling two. Uh, cycles for two generic mana, and it is a five, four. I like this card because it doesn't target, and Trinity Nemesis has one toughness. And if you're a reanimator deck, you're probably not too worried about Trinity Nemesis, but it does kill it. So if you're in the race situation or whatnot, like that's the thing. Um, it's great itself. against uh, what's it called? Uh, elves, right? Yep, death and taxes too. Yeah. Uh, this thing bends itself. I don't think that's nothing. Like, yeah. it's it, not legendary. Oh yeah. Wow, it bends itself. I mean, that's even better, right? Like, you're like, I'm looking for the thing. Oh, good, I drew this. I'll just try and draw something else. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I don't know. You could go either way. You could, it could be some sort of weird reanimator tech against certain decks that it, the deck may have trouble with. Like Death and Taxes is a big one. They have Caracas. They have Thalia. They've got all sorts of horrible things that you want to just nuke and just attack with your 5-4 flyer. Um, and it bends itself. I mean, that's that's really not nothing. Um, I have reanimated a Street Wraith in my time. I've reanimated a Fairy Macabre. Like, yeah. you know. I, I do uh, want to say, because we're at the bottom of the uh, – I'm looking at Mythic Spoiler right now, and we're at the bottom of the page – um, shout out to Giant Spider coming back. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't even see that. That's awesome. <laughs> Giant Spider. Woo. All right. Man, I wonder what, how, what the last time Giant Spider was printed was. Uh, Giant Spider was last printed in M12. Uh, the last time that they put it into a set was M12, and it had a run from Alpha to M12. So, Giant Spider back in the house. Giant Spider back in... Limited, which is probably pretty good. It blocks I mean, all those dude, drakes. Blocks Delver. <laughs> How are you not playing this in Legacy? It's so, so believe me, I'm Delver. sure people have tried it. <laughs> I'm I'm so sure. Green Sunnable blocks Delver. Doesn't die to Bolt. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, that's like a it's all value. Um. Yes, Giant Spider is back, and uh, I think that's pretty sweet. I like when they do that. At least they haven't forgotten everything about the uh the old game. Um. There we had a list, and we were gonna end on that, and then of course they they spoiled some interesting cards today. Uh, Dusk to Dawn, this is one of the Aftermath cards. Uh, Aftermath is a mechanic where you cast a spell and then there's a sideways card on it that uh, you can cast only from your graveyard. We, uh, we could talk about whether or not they're ugly. I, they're ugly. I mean, there's no, there's no way around it. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with something being ugly as long as it's functional. Yeah. You know, I, I don't and think it's, this it's, is great, but uh, it's, it's, it's a fine card. The idea is that you turn it sideways in your graveyard so you can read the uh, read the uh, aftermath half straight up without having to tilt your head and give away what you're doing. Yeah. Um, Dust to Dawn was spoiled by accident. It was it appeared in a pack of Modern Masters, but it has been confirmed. It is two white white for dusk on the first half. Destroy all creatures with a power greater than three. It is a sorcery. The back half Dawn is three white and white for another sorcery. Return all creatures with power two or less from your graveyard to your hand. Um, my big thing here is that this kills True Day Nemesis. Yeah, and it there are a lot of Goif and and uh, Nimble Mongoose. Nimble Mongoose, Delver of Secrets, yeah. uh, Gurmag Angler, and you get to keep your. I mean, you're playing white, so you get to keep your mom, your Thalia, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, that's not nothing. Um, two white white is pretty expensive. It's a it's it could be a one sided wrath. I mean, is that good? <laughs> it's probably fine. 
Like seriously, you you could play this or you could play Cataclysm. And this is probably better than Cataclysm most times. Um, yeah, if they've really overextended into you, it's better than Cataclysm. But even then, I mean, they probably want to. I played against D&T last night. The guy played three Stoneforge Mystics. Like, I was just trying to cast anything <laughs> to get yeah, my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you got to keep up. Uh, in, in a deck like Maverick that has mana ramp, uh, it's a little easier to get to four, and I like it. This thing kills Knight of the Reliquary most likely, but then you can get it back on the back half because it only has two power in your graveyard. Yep. Um, that does not work with Tarmogoyf, which has a star, so it's the same power in all zones. Um, I was trying to make Zoo work. This is a good Zoo card. You might not play in Wild the Coddle, but <laughs> you could do stuff with this. We got my Landfall deck where everything goes to zero power. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think uh, it, potential one-sided wrath is worth looking at. Back half, you could take or leave, right? Yeah. Um, when are you casting Wrath of God and not trying to get rid of all creatures with power greater than three? I guess elves. Yeah, uh, it's not great against elves, but you have answers for elves in in other ways. I feel like you know, um, if you're D and T, you're probably not really favored against elves anyhow. So you're not adding slots into your sideboard to like make sure your elves matchup gets through because it's a matchup you don't play that often anyhow. Elves is a miserable matchup for a lot of the decks, and unfortunately doesn't kill that. But just because it doesn't make elves better, I mean, treating Nemesis is a nightmare for these for these same decks, and yeah. just getting rid of that is really good. At least I think. I don't know. I I'll, I'll be I'll be I'm like excited to play with this card. I think it'll it'll be interesting. Um. Okay. As foretold. Okay. This is a blue enchantment for two and a blue. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep. Put a time counter on as foretold. Once each turn, you may pay zero rather than pay the mana cost for a spell you cast with converted mana cost X or less, where X is the number of time counters on as foretold. <laughs> if I read that again, uh, it's, a, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a bizarre so card. It's, yeah, the only... Okay, so this is basically an Aether Vial that you can't choose not to put uh, counters on that does... Aether Vial for anything once a turn. Once any turn. Yeah, that's Which both is... turns. It's the player's, that's your opponent's turn and your turn. Or if you're playing EDH, you're an asshole. Uh, and you yeah. can get, and you can just cast a free spell every turn, right? So, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting card. Um, wow. Uh, I don't even know where I would start with this card. Like, what what kind of deck I would build or what I would play. Well, the first thing that people have been saying is that you can play Ancestral Vision when this comes down. Which seems This comes down, you can play Ancestral Vision. Yeah, you're sort of filling your hand, right? If you do that, you're in pretty good shape. Three mana way to cast Ancestral Vision does already exist. Not for nothing, um, uh, this casts Ancestral Vision, and then on your opponent's turn it casts Ancestral Vision. No, Ancestral Vision is a sorcery. Oh. So you can't cast it, yeah. That's the All thing right, that we have. To, you can't cast any spell yeah. on your opponent's turn, but you can cast instants and cards All with right, flash. Yeah, yeah, so, that, that's that's fair, I guess. Um, okay, here's my idea. So bear with me. Uh, two and a blue, ancient tomb island, right? Uh, ancient tomb casts Joyra's Time Bug, which is a card from one of the Ooh. Time Spots. You could put time counters on stuff with it. Okay. So this comes down, and if you can ramp the counters on it with the Time Bug, um. You're, you can do stuff. The best thing I came up with, though, was put three, have three counters on it. Their turn to see for Exarch. Your turn, put a counter on it. Splinter Twin. 
man. So but rude. But that deck, that deck is playing Ancient Tomb. It is playing Chalice. So, you know, yeah, you could yeah. dirtle around for a while. You could play Ancestral Vision, which gets around your Chalice. I don't know. Listen, I, I've, played, I've played this uh, the, the Splinter Twin deck as, like, it's basically the uh, red prison deck with the Chalices and the, and the Blood Moons, and then you have Splinter Twins. Right, you went on the spot. Um, that's probably not, this probably doesn't push that deck over the top, but that was where I came into in, and after, like, listening, to, after reading it for a while. Um, yeah. The question is, like, how much do other people care about this? Like, you tap this, and, and you know, you have Ancient Tomb Island, and this comes down, your opponent's probably like, okay, that's not show and tell. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, great. So that's something to put. Um, I think this is another card to watch. I, I, I mean, free spells, right? Can we get a uh, don't ever do it with free spells? <laughs> like, it's not. I mean, Brain in a Jar was being played before they changed the uh, split card rule. Yeah. This is not better than it. I mean, once each turn is interesting, Snapcaster Mage, Brainstorm. And once this thing gets a counter on it, you can cast Ponder on your turn, Brainstorm on their turn, you know, for yeah. free. Just keep stuff up. Um, but, you know, free spells, an area to mess around with, blue cards, so pitches the force, two and a blue, eminently playable, right? Yeah, it seems it seems at least uh, defensible as, as, a, as a weird card to mess around with. Uh, last card that I had was Insult to Injury. This is another um, aftermath card. I don't know if in everyone's noticed that uh, that all of these split cards you you should put two in between. Yes, it's not blank and blank like the split cards are from uh, Invasion and Ravnica. I think those are the split card sets where it's Fire and Ice and Life and Death. These are here. Here's here's some of them cut to ribbons. Yeah, cut to ribbons, rags to riches, insult to injury, mouth to feed, dust to, to dawn. What's that? Not to feed it. That's not the same sort of blank yeah, to blank. That's definitely that's definitely someone was was feeling a little lazy and was like, whatever, this works. Onward to get victory. My... Uh, destined one... to lead. Yeah, that's good. I I one day I'll get smash and grab. That's what I really want. Uh, Destroy target artifact and then a whatever threaten on a red <laughs> card. Smash Destroy target artifact. Take ar t target artifact. Yeah, right. Um, anyway, insult to injury. Uh, two and a red for sorcery on the front half. Damage can't be prevented this turn. If a source you control would deal damage this turn, it deals double that damage instead. Injury, which you can only cast from your graveyard. Also, two and a red sorcery. Injury deals two damage to target creature and two damage to target player. Uh, this is another one of those cards where I was like, have they ever printed this effect before? And the answer is no. Where it's like only your turn, only you get double damage, you know? Yeah. Uh, this triggers prowess, and then you have a couple of four four uh, Swiss beers. I like it for goblins. I mean, this can get out of control with like a uh, with a uh, goblin. What's it called? Um, pile driver. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I I like I was saying uh, earlier with you is uh, it. Might allow modern storm like grape shots doing two a piece, might be to a point where modern storm becomes like a tier two deck again. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, this this card's an interesting space, but I don't know of anything in particular that does it that gets you there, right? Yeah, I mean it's it's like a it's like a finisher, sort of like overrun was back in the day, right? Where yeah. you cast overrun and the game's over. 
um, but it's not five mana, three green. It's two and a red. Like that, that, that exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's if you have like a creature. I mean, I don't think I don't know that Burn wants this, but if you have a creature heavy draw, it's good. I mean, that's why I was. That's where I got to goblins. You know, yeah, a young goblins, pyromancer sure, deck yeah. maybe. Like, you know, where you're attacking with a bunch of dudes. Like, it I don't know. A, it makes a goblin or it makes a pyromancer token. <laughs> All your dudes are dealing doing double damage and damage can't be prevented. That means that true name can't just block one of your guys. I mean, true well, name's dying. Huge. True name can't can't uh, can't block and like uh, soak up damage. So that's that's right. that's a thing for this card. Yeah, it might actually just be a sideboard card that's fine in in some deck. Right. Um, good finisher. I mean, like Berserk in a way, right? Yeah. So anyway, uh, cool card. I hope to see it played. Anything uh, else that you want to talk about from Amonkhet? Any just no, general I mean, reaction? My, I mean, my reaction so far is uh, the the set looks interesting if you play standard, um, and maybe has some modern playable cards. I didn't see anything that I was like, oh, this will slot right into my X deck in uh into in Legacy. But there's some spoilers left for sure. I'm certainly not happy about the cycling uh, dual lands. Like that's. Guys, stop giving us lands that come into play tapped. Give us reasons to to play these lands. Uh, I mean, that was that was a that's a thing that's gonna force decisions though, right? Like, you know, Tranquil Thicket's a good card, but you can't fetch it if it's your only land in your opener. It could be pretty dismal. Um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I just wish I, I, that I, you could play these cards. Like, these are cards that are like. Yeah, sure. It's fu- you'll play them in standard, and then they will drop to a like a pennies on the dollar afterwards, and you'll never play them again. Like the temples or something like that, right? Yeah, exactly. The temples are great example. The, some of the temples were like eight dollars a piece, and then like you know you got out of they got out of standard, and it was like you could pick them up for for pennies. Yeah, um, I don't think if people went went crazy and bought a bunch of fluctuators. I don't know that that's coming back with the set. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I don't know. I mean, the dual lands are the were the key to that. That you've got these psych, uh, cycling fetchable duels that work with fluctuator. Maybe I don't know. I'd love to see something like that work. What I feel about this set is that it's got a lot of cool build arounds. The problem in Legacy is that raw power is at an all time high. If right, is that a fair thing to say? Like where synergy decks are are just like you know you can't really depend on your awesome synergy. As yeah. much as he used to. Yeah, for sure, uh, I agree. Yeah, uh, so I hope to see some brews, and I hope to see the rest of the set. You know, have have a couple more. Like, I mean, the, when was the last time you really had a card like this? Is definitely going in my legacy deck. It's fatal push. I don't know what it was before that. You know, like what was the last card before that? It was that... hooting mandrels. Hooting mandrels. That's Constark. <laughs> That's a long time ago. But you're right. I mean, monastery mentor. I mean, obviously it was treasure cruise first, but you know, then you know. uh yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, before that, you know, anytime monastery mentors cards, you know, stuff like that, uh, Swiss beer, you know, those cards were obvious that they were that they were going to be playable eternally. But I don't see anything here that I'm like, yeah, duh, you're going to play this in an eternal format. Yeah, I'm trying to even think about the Eldrazi. I mean, I knew they were pushed. I don't think we, everyone was like, this is definitely going to be a, a new deck that shakes up the entire format. Shadows, shadows have anything. No. Kaladesh. I mean, Kaladesh for, like, Vintage with the vehicles. I think that was pretty obvious those were going to be yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, the... Uh, the Mistress Workshop. 
the um, blue card that lets you draw cards and return cards to your hand. Paradoxical outcome. Yeah, yeah outcome. That's a good one. Of course, like I'm playing two of those in my vintage deck. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. I think that's a really that's a good way to put it. Like nothing jumps off the page at you. But did we like even review Walking Ballista on our set? No, like, that's we did not. Yeah. In internal formats, right? Um, so I'm looking forward to the rest of the set. I I hope that uh, I hope they do something good with it. Um, do we want to uh, talk a little bit about the reaction to our previous episode? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, so our last episode, uh, episode 33. I want to say uh, was our fastest listened to and hi- and like highest uh highest listens uh episode which is pretty awesome uh we definitely appreciate all the new people who subscribed through itunes it's pretty awesome and i'd um, love to know yeah i'd love to know too from everyone like was it the, the fact that we were going to rant about invocations or that we were going to talk about the ban list i feel like the invocations like we got right on it and that yeah. was definitely the thing people wanted to talk about for sure yeah i mean i mean we we posted uh we posted on reddit so there was a there was a, a bit of a you know, a talk there with people. Uh, we even had, uh, for the first time ever, someone on our SoundCloud uh, commented. Um, uh, Marcus commented, uh, "Skull Clamp would would make L's tier zero. You are insane." Uh, I agree, yeah, and I also right. agree that I'm insane. He's right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that's right. Skull Clamp. I mean, L's could even splash for Stoneforge Mystic to bind it. That's pretty brutal. Um. The card that was talked about the most uh, on Reddit was was Necropotent. I answered some people. I, I thought people were pretty friendly too. Like no one yeah, yeah. said that we should kill ourselves for suggesting Necro should be on ban, which I was a little worried about when I was posting on Reddit. Um, I do think that I do I do think that Necro is is safe still. Like I'm just not convinced that having to pass the turn, having to play Dark Ritual, you know, in your deck isn't a big enough cause. And Vintage. Would you necro into like a bunch of draw sevens? That's a little different. Yeah, I for think. sure. I mean, I, and you also, as as the guy who brought it up, necro. I think that um, it. I think it's safe, and that's not just because like I really want to be able to play a card like that. Like I don't actually play black decks in in legacy, and I'd love to be able to play a a, a necro deck or something like that. But I think that um, you know. Being that you have to pass your turn, yeah, you just there's, there's not enough there, and there's enough hate. Uh, it's there's just an ancestral like collective unconscious hate for that card, uh, that's <laughs> based on like people, uh, losing to it back like during Tricks era Magic, and it was a totally different game then. Well, the thing that I think is interesting is is the big the big question about it is Storm, right? And I just could not I could not figure out a Storm hand that passes like a seven card Storm hand that could beat like one piece of disruption and combo off the next turn, right? Because you're not going to do it during your end step before you have to discard, no. right? Um, it doesn't synergize very well with the Lion's Eye Diamond Infernal Tutor engine. Yeah, you because can cards. They're discarded, they're discarded and they're exiled. Not only that, but even if you were like, well, you're going to Lion's Eye Diamond Infernal Tutor and get Necro. But, I mean, is that any is that better than doing that and getting Ad Nauseam or Past in Flames oh, yeah, as it I is now? I definitely think that the hoops that you'd have to jump through to make your Necro deck uh, work are less good than just playing ad nauseum storm yeah um someone said show and tell and then i was like well show and tell has necro (laughs) 
And even if you wanted to say like, well, no, you just play you play Ritual and Necro, and then just find your two card combo with with a backup. I mean, you got now you got Rituals and Necros in your Show and Tell deck. Like that's gonna cut down all the other stuff, you know. That's gonna yeah. cut down on your spell pierces and your uh, force. And like maybe not your force of will, but it's gonna cut out your spell pierces and your preordains and all the other stuff you set up the combo. When really, like that's probably just as good as finding your two card combo with uh, with protection. Yeah, um, yeah, I definitely think that uh, that I wouldn't try to like the bet. I think your best case scenario is donating an illusions of grandeur to your opponent. <laughs> and that's know? the thing like is is that something that would be kind of cool right could just the old style donate deck work i mean you're gonna gain 20 right and then you you dig for your donate you untap donate has to be countered right yeah or you know, i mean pyroblast but there's pyroblast everywhere so I mean, it's, it's not like it's gonna be broken the one well, thing you could play like, harmless offering you could play that's <laughs> next level right you could play harmless offering now you gotta play hydro blast yeah uh you can play harvest offering and red elemental blast to protect it <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah the uh the one thing that i think so that's with all the combo decks where i just i just think that the format's too fast with like i mean like burn they're gonna love it when you pay yeah, 12 I life see. and pass the turn <laughs> yeah. come on okay if yeah. i can't beat you then i should have died anyhow yeah um Delver, even like a Delver deck is going to be happy when you pay 12 life and pass a turn. Um, but the question is about fair decks, I think. And like, if you play this turn two off Deathrite Shaman, um, you know, and then you can just draw into your like just awesome value cards, you're going to hit your land drops, you're going to play your best cards. You do probably need to gain life back at some point. And the Necro decks, that was Drain Life, right? Yeah. That was how they did that. Drain Life was the way. Drain Life isn't being played. But, you know, uh, Obstinate Bayloth, Kitchen Finks. There's there's things you could do, Batter Skull. But then again, if you resolve a Necro, resolve a Stoneforge Mystic, and drop a Batter Skull, like, I mean, you they, you could have resolved a Phyrexian Arena in that Necro spot. Yeah. And you're and you're probably winning the game, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't I don't really know that that Necro is that much better. I mean, losing your draw step is a big deal, especially if they and with a fair deck if they untap Pithing Needle, and you don't have Oof. a that's it, yeah, that's right? Good. Good night. Uh, you need that despotic scepter. Need that despotic scepter. <laughs> bring it. Bring back despotic scepter, right? Um. Anyway, I don't know that it'll ever be on. And I unfortunately think it's just too much memory. Like you're saying, people just have this visceral. Oh yeah. This visceral thing, For but sure. I mean, I I would like to see it happen, and and I understand, and and somewhat agree with the people who are like, no, you can't bring it back, you know. Uh, but at the same time, I think it's probably safe. It's just that, like, you know. Wizards doesn't want to make the Gogari Grave Troll mistake that they made in, in Modern already. Yeah, I mean, I wish they would try that board legacy. We don't ha we don't have enough tournaments to really break a card, I think. Um, if there's a broken deck in Legacy, it exists. Like, Miracles exists, and is, yeah. you know, you, you have to really be talking about why you might not playing Miracles before you go to a tournament. Um, and so, I mean, it's not like we don't have that problem. I just think there's enough space. Like, last night, Okay, I played Abzan, right? Like, I had Deathrite, Stoneforge, Corsair Crucifix. You know, an old deck I like to play. Yeah. I, I played against zero Islands. <laughs> I had two chokes in my sideboard because the week before I played against, like, a bunch of Islands. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to put these chokes in. I'm going to have some value, you know. Uh, then I played against Death in Order, Death and Taxes, uh, Burn, uh, Red White Painter, and then Dark Depths. 
<laughs> so yeah. Your last week sounds almost exactly like my last week, but it was uh Death and Taxes Burn and then uh that the Exile Griffin deck food chain. Uh, yeah. none of these decks were good counterspell decks. I was playing Omnitel. I literally went six oh. Right. If I had played Omnitel, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> or if I had played Reanimator, because I was thinking I, I was I was like, no, I wanna I wanna get back to my roots, you know, and I wanted yeah. to try something a little but yeah, it was a huge mistake and, and just miserable. Um, but uh, but at a Grand Prix, it's, it's a little different, right? Because you really you can't go to a Grand Prix and be like, well, I'm not going to play against any blue decks. Yeah, so, yeah, you definitely can't prepare for uh, a meta that blue decks don't exist in this format. That's crazy talk. And the, the reason to, to say all that is just that like we know what the best decks are already. If they if I I if I'll tell you what if you don't if you if we can't get rid of miracles. Bring us, give me back Necro. Give me something else to do that's cool, you know? Yeah, heck yeah. Triple black? Triple black! <laughs> the thing about the with, with the Storm deck is, like, usually the Storm deck, they can just, like, sit back and duress you and to get rid of all your counter spells. This just, like, they're going to go turn one Dark Ritual Necro. That's just going to eat a Force of Will. And, oh, you know what I mean? Like, it just makes now it Now you're at four cards in hand. Right, and it's just, like, is that, like, really what you want to be doing i mean the question is then like what about you wait a turn and then duress and then dark ritual necro but then you're not killing earlier than turn three or four and that's how you have that's to play fair. against Storm. yeah it's fair <laughs> right in legacy so i mean dark um, rit, dark rit double duress and and throw down that uh force of will uh, force of will necropotence then you're good but and again <laughs> like that, that's that's a lot of specific cards yeah yeah i think i'm okay with that yeah it's yeah. not like you're gonna play thought season your necro deck you're not I mean, yeah, they untap after you pass your seven card hand and just thought sees you. That could that could be enough to, like, you know what I mean? Like, does your deck want to still play cantrips if you've got necro? Does your deck want to play four tendrils? Like, yeah. I mean, they thought sees you. That could pull your that could uh, crumble your hand. They him you. I mean, that's just gonna be brutal when you've paid a bunch of life and then kept seven cards, um, and you don't get a free draw ever again. Nope. Uh, and like a Thalia, so now you got to have like in your hand, you got to have a way to kill Thalia, and then a way to win. Or you just draw more cards, and then they play, you know, another Thalia or either Sworn Cannon. It's just something to put pressure on you, right? All this so. stuff is, you know, thinking about it, it's like on top of that, you know, like life is cards, so you don't want to be playing fetch lands, right? And you well, know, I mean, every, you're gonna have every to. point of life is is yeah. I mean, if you're gonna play Brainstorm in your in your Necro deck, you, you're gonna need a fetch land, right? But yeah. Man, like, there's so many downsides to playing Necropotence. Uh, it's not Yawgmoth's bargain. That is a different no, conversation. No, don't. Yeah, we can't. Uh, hashtag unban Yawgmoth's bargain is not a thing. And and <laughs> what's different is you get the cards immediately, right? Oh, God. That's <laughs> that would just be Acres ridiculous, like, ridiculous card. Yeah. Like, that's a stupid card. That would. Oh, happen. you know what else? <laughs> sorry, I was thinking Never about, mind. sorry. Uh, uh, you know what else triggers this discard? Mind over matter. With me. <laughs> you could just use Mind Over Matter. Oh, wow. Let's bring that back. Jeez. Mind Over Matter, discard a card, untap the land, make it Drake. That's probably not good. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, anyway. Uh, that's if we're talking about old enchantments that are. Well, Mind Over Matter is legal. You could play it tomorrow. It's still two and four blue. So. <laughs> four blue. I don't know. Play, I get amped. Play amp that, play Equilibrium, you know. <laughs> I, I get amped. Think, I'm not thinking making about. Go on. No, I just saying, I get amped thinking about Necro. I think it would be so cool to see Necro be played in, in 2017 or 2018 by the time they 
figure out to that legacy is a format that has a ban list. Um, I mean, so many people have never played with the card, you know? Yeah. It's, it's such a, oh man, it's such a card that like makes me think of like playing magic, like old school magic. And that's what legacy is. It's a format of, of the older cards meeting the newer cards. And it's, it's a super bummer that, that Necro can't be the card. And here we are at like another 20 minutes worth of talking about Necro this week. So yeah, right. <laughs> I guess we'll find well, out. Is, is it invocations that uh, got us all our listeners last week? Or is it, uh, is it Necropotence? If you still want to talk um, about Necropotence, uh, you can, you can dial in right now and talk to us about Necropotence. Send, send me your Necropotence list. Also send me your walking ballista 12 post list. I really want to do that. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> um, so yeah. That, is that what we got today? Is that our is that our cast? I think uh, I think that might be it. Um, yeah. Uh, just uh, just a reminder that we are on Patreon, and uh, you know we're we uh, are accepting your pledges. Uh, we have we have callers on the line. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, and uh, yeah, that that's pretty much it. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, and if you listened last week, thank you so much. It was our best week. Have a good night, everybody. Where does he get those wonderful toys?